Menopause Moment, Brief Conversations, Deep Knowledge. The number one show for women coping with perimenopause and menopause because no woman should go through menopause alone. Hi everyone, it's Susan Barantini Mo and we are live again. It's Menopause Moment. This episode is sponsored by Medterra, our CBD, your health. <clears throat> today, today I'm recovering from a cold, so I may be coughing a little bit. But today I'm talking about what to do when solutions stop working or are less effective in your perimenopause journey. Okay, so before I get into our subject for today, be sure and check with your doctor before taking any medical advice from the internet. I'm not a doctor. I'm just a woman in perimenopause who refuses to be sidelined or inconvenienced by this experience and this transition. So these are answers that I have found for myself. But before you take any advice from me or anyone on the web, please check with your doctor. It's just good sense. Okay, speaking of checking with your doctor, I'm about to head back into talking with my doctor, though I can't get in until August. Boo. <laughs> it's weird. So I think I know what's happening, and I wanted to share it with you because if my journey is helpful to you, then this show is serving its purpose. So I, when I can, I try to share my journey and my experiences so that you don't feel alone and you know what may happen to you. So today I wanted to share with you that I have gone through the experience of some things not working as well for me. So here's the deal. <clears throat> it's been like 90 degrees and higher this summer here in Indiana lately. So I thought I was just hot, but in the last couple of weeks, whoops, I'm kicking my Kicking my power cable here as I'm moving my computer around. In the last couple of weeks, I have been having a few hot flashes and minor night sweats. It's not bad. For the most part, the CBD oil, the supplement that I take, and the bed jet really do cover just about everything. And I think that's why it hasn't been so bad. But it is noticeable. So here's what I think is happening. <clears throat> I'm well into my all-important year of the menopause clock. So as I mentioned before on the show, menopause is officially diagnosed when it's been one full calendar year since you had your last period. Now, mine was in September of 2017, so I'm at about nine months now, and I'm closing in on the official you're in menopause diagnosis. <clears throat> Very exciting. <coughs> Sorry about the cough. That's what happens when I get a cold. Now, my diet is still the same. I'm still in Whole30, still eating really whole natural foods, nothing packaged, nothing processed, no alcohol, very limited caffeine. It only is in that supplement that I take. Uh, everything is just very much the same. I had one day of crazy eating around the end of June. I had a little birthday get together and I had pizza and I had cake and it was a gluten-free, allergen-free cake, but still had lots of sugar. And I don't know if that threw me off, but everything else is the same. So the only thing I can think of is that it could be that my diet and just having that day, and well, and I had one other day when I had a beer. Okay, there it is. So <laughs> I don't really drink at all now. Um, I had a, a, a beer on my birthday on that, that day when I had my party, and then last weekend I had a beer. But for the most part, that's it. And I'm wondering if those two days, those two experiences threw me off a little bit. I'm not sure. The other alternatives is it could be stress. I have been under a lot of stress lately. Uh, and it could be lack of exercise, which I haven't made time for lately. 
I'm, t I'm outing all my things here. I'm telling you everything here. But I'm also wondering if what's happening is that my hormones are continuing to kind of bottom out. So what worked for me a few months ago, even a couple of months ago, may not work as effectively now because my hormones are continuing to decline. So I'm wondering if I might need something a little different or a little stronger to handle the symptoms that I'm starting to have that are reemerging. And I'm sharing this really today because I think it's probably helpful for you to know that you can find a solution that works and settle in and think you're good for the long haul, but perimenopause and menopause are a time of transition and your body is adjusting and changing and what works early in perimenopause just may not be the same thing that works later in perimenopause. So we're gonna take a short break. I'm gonna read a word from our sponsor and then we're gonna come back and talk a little bit more about some potential options that may be in my future. And I'm hoping this will be helpful for you in your journey as well. For many women, menopause comes with hot flashes and night sweats and they can be brutal. Mine kept me awake all night. So I was tired and cranky all day long. I tried all kinds of supplements and CBD oils, but nothing put a dent in the hot flashes. Then I started using Medterra's CBD oil and my hot flashes and night sweats improved by about 80%, reducing the severity and frequency so I wake up less often and I get a lot more sleep. Just one dropper under my tongue in the morning and another at night and my hot flashes decreased by about 80%. And unlike many of the CBD oils I tried, there's almost no taste to Medterra's CBD oil, which makes it a lot easier to take. Get your CBD oil at medterracbd.com today and use the promo code MENOPAUSEMOMENT for 10% off your order. Okay, and just so you know, while I am having some symptoms returning, I absolutely know that one of the reasons they're not returning at nearly the levels that I had before is because of this CBD oil from Medterra. So thank you, Medterra, for keeping things relatively even-keeled and keeping things mild because when I had my hot flashes and night sweats before, oh, they were terrible. And I know that the CBD oil is helping tremendously. Okay, so when things you're doing to manage your symptoms aren't working quite as well, what can you do? Well, I think first and foremost, you look at everything in your life that may have changed, sort of like the way I'm looking at my diet, I'm looking at exercise, I'm looking at maybe my hormones are continuing to evolve. And I think looking at that and saying, okay, well, I haven't been as strict on my diet or I haven't been consistently taking my supplements or whatever it is, and try to tweak any of those things. But I also think it's really important to see your doctor. If you, show, if you saw the show last week with Barb Dean, she mentioned the North American Menopause Society, which is a fantastic organization. And they have a directory of certified doctors who specialize in menopause. And that's exciting. Even though your standard OBGYN may know quite a lot about menopause, or if you're thinking of my first doctor, not, not, nothing at all really, then, then talking with a menopause practitioner, someone whose main focus is menopause, and that just seems exciting to me. I think that's cool, and, and I really like the idea of someone who actually really knows a lot about what I'm going through. And it turns out that my doctor, the new doctor, <clears throat> the one I like, is not on the list. And she's been good, but I just want to know what other options I have. So I have an appointment to see one of the NAMS certified practitioners. She's an MD at the beginning of August, which I'm pretty excited about. And I'll definitely be reporting back with all the stuff I learned at that appointment. 
and I'll also be sharing any tweaks or changes that we make. But I'm, I'm going to put the link to their directory in the show notes for today, so hopefully you can find someone in your area. Now, one of the options that I kind of keep tossing around in my head is hormone replacement therapy. <coughs> now, I know, calm down, I know you're probably freaking out that I just said that, but here's the deal. So they used to give pretty high doses of hormones and they had women on hormone replacement therapy or HRT for really long periods of time. Plus they didn't really take a lot of notice about when they were giving it to women. And in 2002, the medical community had this big uproar because they discovered that women on these therapies were like 26% more likely to get breast cancer. So everybody freaked out, of course, obviously. And my mom actually was on HRT and she had her first bout with breast cancer in 1999. And then in 2004, it came back and it, it won. She passed away. So of course, I'm worried about breast cancer and the risk with hormone replacement therapy. That's something that I spend a lot of time thinking about when I think about HRT. But last year, they came back and they had done a lot more research and they said, you know, HRT is not dangerous when it's timed properly and when it's given in the right doses to the right women. Now, I'm simplifying this like crazy, so don't yell at me in the comments. Just know, check with your doctor and see if it could be right for you because the latest research suggests that HRT is worth a second look and abandoning it completely is maybe not maybe not the only option there may be some options when it makes sense now my concern with HRT is really that I'd go on it and then eventually I'd want to stop because limited bout like limited use is kind of the name of the game now so you don't really want to be on it forever and so when you stop HRT, it's quite possible that the troublesome symptoms that you went on HRT to get rid of will come back. Well, I don't know. Do I want to deal with the transition now and cope with all the symptoms now? Or do I want to just put it off until later? And maybe they have a different treatment then. I don't know. I might be okay with it for now if it's mild. And I think that's something every woman has to decide for herself. And I'll definitely be talking with the new menopause doctor about that in August. But I do think it's really important to think about that. Like, do I want to deal with the symptoms now or later? Am I going to bank on them coming up with a solution that they haven't come up with in the last 20 years, in the next 20 years? I don't know. I don't know. In the meantime, while I'm thinking about this and while I'm waiting for that August appointment to roll around, I am going to get pretty strict with myself about implementing a morning routine that includes meditation and exercise. I've got to get back to that. No ifs, ands, or buts. I need to manage stress better, and I know exercise will help with stress and menopause symptoms, and I also know that med meditation is great for managing stress as well. So that's just my little update, and, and I thought it was worthy of its own little show today because maybe you have had the experience of a solution being awesome at first and then starting to be a little less effective for your perimenopause or menopause symptoms. And if that's happened to you, share your experience in the comments and tell us what you did about it. Tell us how you solved it. I'm not, you know, I'm not a doctor. I'm, you know, I'm just a woman in perimenopause. So share your experiences so we can all learn from you too. All right, that's it for today. We'll be back on Thursday. Thanks for watching. Flash on.